Hello, friends, lovers, and others. Welcome to the Plot is Optional podcast. I am your host, Allie, and I am joined today by my co-host... Ashley. Hello, hello. I am alive. Nice to be back. Yeah, I'm so happy. Um, Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We did not cover a specific book for this episode, and... I had written down a few would-you-rathers that are, you know, romance novel-themed, and I kind of wanted to, you know, throw them out there and uh, see see the, the answers that we come up with here. I'm looking forward um, to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, and hopefully, after this episode comes out, we will have our website up, and I was planning on putting a longer Would You Rather list on our website blog, so I hope y'all will check that out. Um, on the blog! Um, nice. So, you know, so. yeah, you, you want to you wanna jump into it? Let's jump into it. I'm ready for these Would You Rathers. Okay, okay. So I'm trying to decide if I should start from like most specific to least specific. Um, <laughs> I love specific. Okay, well, I guess this was not that specific, but would you rather have a partner with wings or a partner with a tail? Mm, mm. Am I am I allowed to ask? I gotta ask follow up questions. Alan. Yeah, yeah, you can ask follow up questions. I gotta ask follow up. Okay, so like tail are we talking like short and stubby are we talking prehensile reptilian mammalian so it can be any kind of tail any kind of tail yeah okay and any kind of wings like not just like feathered or like sure okay well like like if you want sparkly like mm. ethereal wings or like butterfly wings you know okay I'll, i'll weigh the pros and cons here I feel like uh, wings, you know, they can be pretty. You can get a wing hug. You can fly. But so wings like... tend, tend to be a little sensitive? Yeah, sure. You could you could caress wings, you know, Ferengi ear style, probably. Yeah, um, exactly. For Trek fans out there. Uh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but, but I feel like the tail has a lot more utility there's a lot more things you can do with a tail than you could do with wings i would argue yeah yeah i mean what if this is a monster with a tail but the end of the tail is a penis whoa and the tail is prehensile maybe it's strong enough to lift you up and move you around toss you in a bed oh dang yeah endless possibilities there is there really are um so I, I I'm was, going with tail. I'm going, you're with, going tail. with tail. I'm going okay. with tail. Okay. Okay. So I was talking about this with somebody else and they're like, mm-hmm. Well, wings, obviously. Like you can just like fly places. And I was like, Yeah. Uh-huh. And they were like, it, it'll be easier to just like tuck them back and not have them in the way. And then I was like, No, because wings are still gonna stick out. They're gonna knock things off my shelves. <laughs> I got yes, knickknacks you... everywhere. Yeah, you need to account for a partner with wings in your monthly budget of replacing all your pottery. Yeah, and your your plates and stuff, and your some lamps. of my knickknacks are too weird and irreplaceable. Your entire Precious Angels collection? I... Do I have any? I have one angel in my house. <laughs> yeah, but, but it is not a Precious Moments angel. Oh, um, okay. Is and it's too high up, I think. Unless my winged partner is like seven feet tall, in which look, case any, that room is too small for them. But anyway. any big wings to fly, unless we're talking Mothman physics. Yeah, well, it could be a Mothman. Sure, Let's sure. think about the wings. Then you don't need wings because Mothman just kind of floats off the ground and zooms off. So yeah, well, the other thing is here. Here's the other thing that I was mm-hmm. thinking about wings because I I was just thinking about it. It's like they don't have to be like corporeal like all there all the time like mm, you, you could probably wings. poof wings away mm. i mean you yeah. could probably poof a tail away but a tail feels like more permanent you know like because that's like part of your spine you know 
Yeah, but it's hot. But I did think of a perk of having wings. Yeah. You could do like the the death dive sex that falcons do. Oh yeah, you could do that. Yeah, where they plunge thousands of feet through the air while mating. Yeah, yeah. That would falcons be a rush. That'd be a rush. Falcons. Sounds horrifying, but I'm sure that's yeah. someone's cup of tea. So oh, are you going wings? Are you gonna go wings? No. So here's the thing though, is oh. I still went tail. Oh. Why did you go tail? It's it's the prehensile ability. Like it seems yeah. so handy, but also yeah, like you you could just like get all like restrains or like thrown around with a tail. Uh, I'm I'm small. I'm sure I could be picked up by a tail. Absolutely, especially if it's like a big lizard man monster tail or something. Yeah. Plus, yeah. if we're talking partners, like how nice would it be to sit on the couch with your partner who has a tail, and you're like, oh. Can you hand me the TV yes, remote? And they exactly. just move the tail over. Yes. Whoop, get it. Yes. Hand it to you. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just so handy. And then also, you know, like cuddling, you could just like grab you and scooch over. <laughs> yes. It's yes, very absolutely. cozy. Mm. Whereas, you know, I'm a little bit afraid of heights and a little bit. Um, me too. Me too. I get a little bit motion sickness when I'm off mm -hmm. the ground. So, you know. I, I don't think I don't think I could do wings. I don't think it'd be very helpful for me unless you're like chill with being my my messenger pigeon, and like you know, bringing <laughs> notes across down to my friends Agreed. that I don't feel like texting because I send long texts, as you Although, will know. You know, if your partner had wings, they could like go like pick up food really easily. Like oh, they'd be back shit. so fast with like. Chinese or something. Like I could get my fries so fast. So fast. So fast. I do love fries and tots. Need, need a bottle of wine? Just flies to the store. Oh, man. <laughs> and, like, the store is not that far from my house. So it'd be real fast. Hmm. Mothman, I need you. <laughs> Mothman, dear. That's it. That's the story we need to write. Mothman being an incredible partner. Mothman, the house husband. The house husband? He can have like a little apron and he makes like cookies shaped like moths. Yes. My husband, the Mothman. <laughs> That's like a Weekly World it. News article waiting to happen. Mm, I'd read it. I'd read it. Just I look. feel like I just dated myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dated both of us. Thank you for I that. Know. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, All right. Boomer, what's the next? What's the next? I'm a millennial, thank you very much. Yeah, I know, um, but, but Boomer is what Generation C calls with affection, so. I know, I know. <laughs> I love you, Gen Z. Same, same. Um, okay. Would you rather have an arranged marriage to someone very nice or mm. a faded mate? Okay, you're going you're gonna to have to explain faded mate to me here. Give me, okay, give me the so, dates. you know, it's just like someone that has decided like is perfect for you so like in either of these cases the choice is out of your hands hmm. so you could either have a, an arranged marriage that like you got a good friendship with you guys got a lot in common or just like a faded mate that's just some rando that you like make eye contact or whatever okay. and so either like, the yours. universe decides or my parents decide yeah huh that's a hard one Kind of hate yeah. them both, right? Right. Um, but since faded mates are such like a a big part of fantasy, I was thinking true. about it, and then also, you know, I I like some marriage of convenience stories. I really do, mm -hmm. especially the ones where they're just like so sweet. Where like, yeah, they're getting married off by their parents, but like the person they're getting married off to is like just the sweetest thing. Yeah, true. And you also have that trope of. Oh, they hate each other, but then they learn to love each other. I feel like okay, that's pretty so common. one of my favorites, a cozy book, is Radiance by Grace Draven. And it okay. starts out with these two cultures that, like, are... It's not that spicy, so we probably won't cover it on this podcast. Mm. So I can, I can talk about the plot here. Sure, so sure. it's like a human and then this other monster culture. And, like, they both, like... Culturally, these groups of people both find each other like hideous, 
um, <laughs> is like not the standard of beauty for either sure. and they're like trying to make it an alliance between the kingdoms so the princess is marrying the king or whatever king apparent of the other mm-hmm. you know and so like the princess is like in the garden like being like oh god i'm about to get married and then the prince is like there and they're like talking and they're joking with each other they're like calling each other like ugly and stuff and then they find out the next day that like they're the ones getting married to each other and they're kind of like bffs at first but then they fall in love and it's like the sweetest thing (laughs) it sounds very very sweet it is it is it's like the the coziest sweetest because then they're just like oh my gosh you're like perfect um and i love that i have a feeling on which which would you rather you're going with i think i'm gonna go for faded i think i'm gonna go for the the universe having plans for me yeah you you, you trust the universe i don't trust the universe but i think has the potential to be kind of more exciting or fantastic. I was gonna say, like maybe it's, it's tied of... into a greater plot or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was gonna say because that's the other thing is there is the excitement in adventure. Yes, fade yeah. And you know, I love my adventures. Um, because like you don't know, you don't, you, and you know, you can always reject them, but usually that comes with some sort of like great discomfort and depression forever or whatever. Sure, sure. Because you're rejecting your gift from the universe. Yeah, something about that appeals to me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's my love for mythology, the kind of destinies and the gods and stuff. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And I I like that too, because it's also like, hey, maybe the universe does know best. And it could also, like, okay, usually it's in fantasy, right? Mm Because it's usually like magic or there's shifters or they're like witches Mm -hmm. or fairies or whatever. But also, like, you could bring the science aspect to it because it's like, oh, maybe this is just body chemistry. <laughs> sure. Or or you could go, like, really intense and just have it be, like, genetic engineering. Yeah. But, like, well, not by humans. You know, make yeah, it, like, I mean, something higher. There's there's a lot out there. Because, like, there sure. are, like, science fiction where it is more of, like, a, a science-y thing. But, like, you know, sure. it's still, like other cultures where it's like a gift from the gods or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it, it's just a hard question for me too because it's like yeah. i don't really trust my mom <laughs> that's wise yeah mm. i love my mother but i would never trust her to pick out a partner for me <laughs> um Fair. but i also don't like having a choice but i also am one of those people that like I fall in love very easily. So Fade and Mae, you know, they'd be lucky to have me. You fall in love very easily? Oh, I fall in love so easily. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We're going to have a talk about this off the podcast. (laughs) I love love. Oh. oh. I just like. There's so many questions now. Oh, I'm in love with him. It doesn't have to be serious love. I I just, Ah, I just like. The many types of love. Yeah, exactly. moves to them all. Yeah, exactly. I get that. I, I, get that. I feel like I've, I, I, this is a phrase that means other, other things, but I feel like I'm very free with my love. I'm not like I have to act on it or anything. I can just be like, I really love that person. Uh, yeah, I know. I think we have that in common. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm, I'm open and, you know, I'll get drawn to someone really quick. It doesn't take a month of dating or anything. Yeah, so you know, I think we're the sort of people that in mm-hmm. a fantasy world we would have fate of mates. Yeah, probably. Just for that so. reason? I don't think either of us would fight them very much. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I obviously would want to get to know them, and I obviously would be like, Ugh, I hate not having a choice in this matter, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you're hot or whatever. Um, but, you know, if it's someone, like, grumpy, I'm going to be like, oh, cheer up. <laughs> cheer up, you little rain cloud. If you would like me to go next, I do have a would you rather. Oh, I would love that, please. Okay, and it's inspired by kind of this this fascination that I know you have with these shifter romance novels about men turning into inanimate objects. Oh my god, I'm so fascinated by and them. Like... I... Okay, <laughs> so I just have to tell you why. Everyone brace. We got an alley. We got 
alley info dump coming. Yeah, we got alley info dump. So, I, um, growing up, watched um, The Poltergeist and Poltergeist 2 and, like, Christine way too early. Mm. So, I'm traumatized by the idea of inanimate objects moving by themselves, right? And so, as a kid, I hated the Brave Little Toaster. And I know that's like a controversial opinion because so many people love it. But okay, I hate it. To be fair, it. I love Brave Little Toaster, but that movie gets scary. So it does. I get it. I get it. But I, get it. I hated it because these inanimate objects had their own lives and were going on adventures, and I did not like that concept. <laughs> and Toy sure. Story only gets away with it because they're like toys and this is an imaginative play scenario, you know? Mm-hmm. And even still, I was kind of like the edge of sketch. I'm like, oh, oh, you're not supposed <laughs> to move. Um, so, you know, I, I have that going on. And so these romances fascinate me because I'm just like, that shouldn't be. And I don't know why you find it attractive, but it's also very funny. <laughs> so you're so, amused by it. I'm amused by it deeply because it's one of those things that like does not do it for me, but I think it's hilarious. Does that make sense? Yes. You find entertainment in it, even if it's not, like, the intended. Yeah. Like, if it were to happen to me in real life, if, like, the man I love just turned into a refrigerator, I'd be like, all right, I'm out. I'm not reaching it to your guts for some (laughs) almond milk, okay? Well, well, that brings me to my question. I I need to know. Please, please, answer me. Answer me. Ask me. Okay, would you rather have a partner who is a shifter? That could turn into a baked good or a piece of furniture. Oh, shit. And, is... and I need to know why. I need to know the thought process. Okay. This is so And you can pick any difficult. baked good you want, want, and you could pick any piece of furniture you want. I'm leaving it a little open. Okay, so this is really, really difficult. <laughs> good, good. That's okay. what I'm here for, the hard questions. Okay, so... Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go furniture. Okay. And I'm gonna go coffee table. Interesting. And I think it's I think it's the dom in me a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you be my table. You're just I'll gonna put, put your stuff feet on top on of it, you. Yeah. Rest drinks on him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like there's something kinda hot about that. It's like dinner you know? time and you're like, honey, time to turn into a table. Chop chop. <laughs> Take off their clothes, boy. Oh, do they have to strip to shift? Is that a common... Oh, yeah. Oh. Why would, your, why would your clothes shift with you? Allie, we're talking about shifting to a coffee table. Why wouldn't your clothes shift with you? No. No, you gotta <laughs> strip to shift. That is common knowledge. Okay, okay, fair. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. If you had, okay. if you had to choose a baked good instead... What baked good would you want your shifter partner to transform into? Okay, so here's the thing. It would have to be something gross. Because I have a sweet tooth. (laughs) Uh, I will devour you. (laughs) And that just gets into a vor, which is not what I'm going for. I'm not into that at all. Like, I, I am a... I love baked goods. That's my problem. Okay, so um, you need like a a heart and kidney meat pie or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, something like that. Yeah, like something like Metallic made with like pig yeah. bloods or something. You know, mm. I I don't. So yeah. so the goal would be just to stay away from your partner. I see why you went with the furniture route. Yeah, yeah, because I, I will eat you. And if you're into that, fine. But I'll be sad afterwards, unless. <laughs> You come back out, in which case that's gross. Maybe you just spontaneously regenerate as a human being once you've been consumed by your partner oh. like, in the living room. Maybe that's part of the shifting cycle. Yeah, like, that'd be kind of cute. Like, you a, can't like become a phoenix. Human again. But... Yeah, like a phoenix. But you're a cookie. <laughs> that's kind of cute. But also, I'm still going to go furniture. Because, like, mm. well, okay, okay, here's my question. Sure. Do they move? Oh, they could. I mean, they're definitely sentient still, you know. Okay, because if they move, I'm uncomfortable with this entire question. <laughs> they don't have to move. They can just be there. 
Okay, because um, I'd still go table. Because once sure. again, I think that's kind of hot. And you know, I'm not about to say that I'm attracted <laughs> to my coffee table. Because I'm not. I wish I could remember the name of that filly off the top of my head. The attraction to inanimate objects. Inanimate objects, yeah. So that's the thing. But I'm not, I'm not attracted to my coffee table. But the sure, idea sure. of using a man as a table. I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. Not a and lady as a table. This is a man table. Sure. People furniture. That's a whole other fetish that I also don't know the fancy name for. Like, if it were a lady, I'm going to choose chair. Yeah, I, I was going to go furniture as well with this, would you rather? I was going to go chair, because I feel like you could do lots of... Like, chairs are always involved in social situations. So there could be, like, yeah. interesting snooping or spying situations in a narrative. Oh. Or, like, um, even, Form like... Form of chair. Cuckolding situations, cheating... Your partner's oh. a chair and you cheat on them while on top of them or with like someone else. Or like a voyeurism, else. yeah. Voyeurism, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got that. Yeah, so I uh, with the chair. See, see, I, it's only a lady chair for me, because I don't like sitting on dudes' laps. But yeah, it's kind of creepy. So I get Dude that. table, lady chair, non-binary couch. Oh, I would be a couch? I, I like this. You would be I a like couch. This. I'm so down with being a couch. Can I have, like, the little recliner feet that come up? Little feet rest? Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, or you could be a futon. Mmm. We're talking American-style futon. Yeah, or, you know, pull-out couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to award you ten bonus points for that one. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I I... I am trying to, to rack those up <laughs> for the end of the year, because I think if I get enough points by the end of the year, I get a cool sticker, right? Absolutely. Oh, yes. You get, yeah. I will make you a sticker if you get 100 points by the end of No, 1,000 points. we got to oh, make it thousand? unrealistic. Okay, you got to wrangle okay. me until the podcast a lot more often and earn those bonus points. So oh. I'm also going to leave it up to the to listeners to keep track. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got 10 points there. See, 10 points, yeah, 10 points. Oh my god, only like a hundred more to go. Yeah, 990 to go. Um, yeah. Thank you for that question. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, can I write that one down to go on, on the blog? Oh, please write that one down. Please, okay. Because, like I said, I'm trying to collect these for the blog, so we just have like a would you rather thing for, mm -hmm. you know, book mm -hmm. clubs for all of our listeners. Mm -hmm. For sure. So you can bring these to your book club and pull them out and if your book club, like, reads, like, boring dramas, they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Look, it's good to mix things up every now and then. It is, it is. This is why I can't be in a serious book club, because it would get to my point, and I'd be like, okay, I chose Railed by the Space Dragon. <laughs> yes, excellent. Such a mood. Which uh, you, you can go. I'm going to think up another one while you do your next one for us. Which might actually be a book, but I don't know. Um, okay, this one I feel like I know the answer to, but okay. I'm going to ask it anyway. Go for it. Would you rather explain to your parents that you have five partners or yep. that you're mated to one supernatural being? I mean, <laughs> you, you do know my answer for this one. I do, I do. Um, okay, listeners, um, this is Learn About Ashley time. I'm Polly. Hi. Um, so yeah, I would do explain to my parents that I have five partners. Nice. I think that would be an experience to remember, like the time I came out as pansexual to my mother. Or the time you came out as non-binary, right? Oh, that wasn't as funny. <laughs> yeah, that was not as funny. I yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. what I would go with. You know, it's you know kind of part of my was... life already. So yeah, I was gonna say I feel like your parents would be hilarious. Mm hmm Absolutely. If you just brought all five of them in for, like, Thanksgiving. I think my mom would have Christmas. lots of questions. Oh, your mom would have so many About, questions? Like, like, hierarchy, like, who does what, what's the roles, how often are y'all together, but, how do you do date nights? But at the same nights? time, 
but at the same time, she'd be like so awkward about it. She'd be kind of like dancing around. I think questions. she would do. I always think she'd do that squinty face she does. Yeah, thinking, she would. And I say all of this with love. I love my mother. I love yeah, you, mom. I, I know you're say, never going to listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> we we know you're never going to listen to it, but we love you deeply. Yes, yes, we do. You're basically both of our moms, and we love mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. What um, about you, though? Supernatural entity, entity, or? Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. You know my mom. She'd be yeah. chill either way. Yep. Because she's just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. If and then she would ask happy, you how big their penis is. Exactly. So this is where it gets into the nitty gritty. Uh-huh. Is I would rather it be one supernatural being. Because I feel like if it's I knew one you were going to say that. I feel like if it's one supernatural being... She's less likely to ask awkward sex questions. All really? Night. I think she'll be more likely to. You think so? Because okay, I feel like she can just get them out of the way for one person. But if it's for five, she's got to keep going. That's true. That's true. And she will keep going, no matter if I'm like, please stop, mm. Mom. Uh, yeah, that's true. She will eventually run out if it's just one, even if it's yeah, a cosmic exactly. entity. Yeah, yeah, even if it's like, you know, a tentacle being. Because if you have five partners, maybe some of them leave and you get new ones, so there's always yeah. going to be new questions. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. I get that. I get that. Yeah, and, you know, my mom would be very excited to have, like, new children to add to her horde of children, but... Her menagerie. Yeah, she'd be like, these are my kids. <laughs> I already yeah. joke that my husband is her favorite child, so, you know. <laughs> you know he is, though. Wild. I, I, I will admit that the cosmic entity side is kind of t- tempting, especially if I could, like, hitch up with, like, an ancient Egyptian god or something. Yeah, I would love to see, like, a grumpy ancient Egyptian god, like, talking to your mother. I just bring Anubis out for dinner. Bring Anubis to dinner one night. My boyfriend Anubis. Now, Sorry, mom, I made don't... it a sitcom. <laughs> no, mom, don't stare at his head. He has the head of a jackal. Mom, don't feed him dog food. That's <laughs> don't, insulting. He doesn't eat dog food. That's insulting. Oh, uh, wait, he's eating the dog food. All right. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I, I, gotta, I gotta come up with another question. I gotta come up with a would you rather. Okay, I mean, but... I, have, I have more. Okay, okay, go for it, go for it. I, I, I'm going to come up with something lewd and awful. Yeah, well, you know, it might have been pretty tame. Yeah, yeah, I know, i got to compensate. Because <laughs> I feel like if I, I keep mine tame, it's got, it's got room to expand. Like with the furniture, sure. you know, the pull-out couch. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's going to keep making me laugh. <laughs> okay. Would you rather, and this is, you know, going back to, like, the romance tradition Mm -hmm. of all of this. Would you rather marry a secret billionaire or secret royalty? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on now. I need some explanations here. How are you a secret billionaire? Are you implying that the person you're courting, you're unaware of these secrets? Yeah. Oh, okay. A prince and a pauper situation. Okay, so you go all the way up through marriage without learning. Yeah, well, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, or like, you know, not even like without learning, but like maybe you were to the point of marriage and then you find Mm out. Sure. Which one would you rather? Like on at the altar. So a billionaire or? Royalty. Royalty. Well, I know, right? This one's hard you, for us leftists out there. Look, this is this is easy because you can't be a billionaire without exploiting and harming people. So you can't be a royal without having you, a history. You of could it. be a displaced royal. Maybe your country's abolished the monarchy now. Okay, You're still okay. technically a royal, but you okay. have no power. You're not okay. influencing anyone anymore. Yeah, you just have that heritage. So I would go with royal. I feel like royal would be the lesser evil in this circumstance. Yeah, I feel like you're right. 
Um, I've read Fifty Shades of Grey. Christian Grey clearly has exploited some people and got off on it. I'm glad you read that for the both of us. I'm glad you made that sacrifice. The biggest thing about it is it's so average. (laughs) That's what she said. I know. It is. (laughs) Except not because Anastasia Steele is just like into it. Mm. She didn't know she was, but then she was. Oh, I, I, I know. She was into how average it all is. Now, wasn't there a reality show and the whole premise was that the guy was actually a prince? No, no, no. It was that he was Prince Charles, except he was just actually some random dude. Yes. There was that. wild that that got aired. Oh, my gosh. I really need to watch that. I, mm. love, I love dumb things like that. I mean, I've never watched The Bachelor, though, so I feel like maybe I gotta watch the classics before working up to the weird stuff. I mean, if you wanna watch really recent weird stuff, we should watch MILF Manor together. There's, that's a thing? Oh, you don't know about MILF Manor? Uh, that's a 30 Rock joke, so I can't believe they actually made it. Well, not, well, it, it's, I think that's except what it's called. In, except in 30 Rock, it's MILF Island. That's, pr- yeah, no, Milf Manor is what it, it's pretty much that. <laughs> 30 Rock predicted the future. Yeah, that is outrageous that they took a 30 Rock uh, idea. It's not exactly I on topic. I could tell it. you the premise of the show. Well, I won't tell you because it's a kind of a plot reveal. Okay. I don't want to ruin it. So. We'll, we'll get there later. Sure, sure. Like after. You can tell me all about Milf Manor afterwards. And <laughs> so what are you going to do? Island. You're going to side with Royal too, Secret Royal. Yeah, I am. And then be like, you gotta abdicate this throne and establish, like, a republic. I can't Mm. deal with this. Plus, like, the, um, what's the Princess Disney movie? Where she finds out she's nobility or whatever. Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. Like, there's cute cute movies about nobles. There's no cute movies about billionaires, so... (laughs) No, there's not. But there's, like, so many romance books about, like, being like, oh, I married a billionaire, so I married a billionaire. And I'm like, how could you? Don't you class me. traitor. <laughs> oh, we're really showing our colors, aren't we? Yeah, I figure people should know this about me. Um, I me. mean, as if you didn't guess from all of my like weird feminist uh, criticisms of the books we've covered, where I'm <laughs> like, what does this imply about society? Yeah, you haven't been uh, hiding anything, that's for sure. No one I, should, should be shown, should, no one should be shocked. No one should be shocked. I cannot hide it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think with royalty, it is easier to make a big difference if like the land you're in still like bows to the royalty and it's not just like a figurehead. But even if it's a figurehead, you can like give back to people's money because mm-hmm. figureheads are usually supported by people um, giving them their money. So um yeah, I think with a with a royalty, you can make a bigger difference on society. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's someone like Princess Diana. Sorry, I love her. By the way. <laughs> we don't need to I, go on a Princess Diana tangent. I we do not, but um, yeah, I I learned a lot about her over the summer, and I was like, she's actually pretty pretty good. Okay, um, I'm not gonna cry about Princess Diana. Well, don't cry, because I have a really stupid would-you-rather. I'm so ready. I need a stupid would-you-rather so I can stop thinking about her. This is a really, really dumb one. Um, And I feel like people could get maybe really opinionated about this. Oh, okay. I'm so excited. Not at all. Not at all. You know I... But I can get really opinionated, so... Okay, so you're in love. You got a great partner. Yeah. So, basically, you have to choose what kind of sound they make when they orgasm. Oh. It's a would you rather orgasm sound situation. Okay, okay. Do you have the two sounds? You want me to do the two sounds? Yes, you have to pick two sounds to do so I can choose. Okay, well, I'm going to give you the sounds and then I'll do them. Okay. Okay, so would you rather your partner make the sounds of a, 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 a donkey neighing when they orgasm or... A cat meowing. <laughs> so, I don't do a good donkey. Something like that. That was, that was a pretty good. Pretty good. And it's like a really cute meow. It's not like a ferocious meow. It's, yeah, like, it's like, oh, it's meow. an adorable meow when they orgasm. 
So that might be kind of like jarring, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's a little bit jarring. Yeah, um, yeah. So don't hear our kitten noise. Hee-haw, hee-haw. Yeah, the hee-haw. Yeah, they do that when they orgasm. What What are you going to go with? Oh, man. <laughs> And like really loud too. Like this oh. isn't like a quiet donkey noise or a quiet kitten noise. Oh, um, I'm gonna go kitten. Yeah, that's reasonable. But only because I already have cats, so it won't be as big of a shock. It'll still be <laughs> weird. But I'm used to cat sounds being around. I'm not yeah. used to donkey sounds. If I lived on a farm, fine. Mm. It's the shock. It's the shock value. Although if it were a donkey, I would just laugh hysterically every time. Which is fine. Yeah, me too. I couldn't do donkey. I would just laugh. I would just but like, immediately laugh. There's something charming about laughing after doing the deed, okay? Not during, though. Yeah, not during, but, you know, afterwards. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, we're, we're on know, the same if, page then, cat. If they're, if they're a one-and-done sort of thing, it's great. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I am going to go cat, because... I mean, it's kind of cute, and I would still giggle, but mm-hmm. it's less jarring. <laughs> yeah, it's a little less shocking, I think. Yeah, that's fair. But I would still laugh. Hmm, good. Unless this is a normal world where people just make weird animal sounds. Well, be case... sure to tell your partner this later, with okay. no context. Oh my god. I've been <laughs> Okay, I've been throwing these would-you-rathers would out at him, like, uh-huh. randomly in the day, so... sure. He will, he'll be like, oh my god. I'll be like, Ashley came up with this one. <laughs> he'll be like, I can tell. Um, but if this, if, okay, if this is a world where people do just make animal sounds when they orgasm, um, mm-hmm. what sound would you pick? Oh, if I could pick any sound. We're just doing uh, any, no, animals, anything. Animal sounds. I don't know what animal makes no sound. I, I joke, I joke, I joke. I need I need auditory stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. What sound? Okay, not a fox, because that sounds like a baby in pain. <laughs> I don't don't need that anywhere near that situation. Not a fox or a goat. Um I think a Sasquatch can I can I count cryptids? I think a Sasquatch cry would be pretty epic for an orgasm sound. Okay, but what does it sound like? Um I'll, That's I'll, the thing. Mm, I can't do a Sasquatch. That's outside my vocal range. Okay, but you gotta try. Nope. I nope. I'm picking a different agree. beastie. I'm picking okay, a different beast. Say, I cannot agree with this unless I hear the sound. Oh, Cryptids no. are oh. fine, but I have to hear the sound. Mm, I don't feel like destroying my throat today. Yeah. Cryptids are fine, but I need the sound. Because otherwise, you know, it doesn't count. Gosh. If I have to do this sound, that really limits my options here. Well, Hold on if, if it's just a common animal, it's fine. Okay. I common mean, animal. I would like the sound, but, um, you know. You know what? I could be down with some pet play, so I'm just going to go with, like, a dog. Like, barking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to know what I would pick? Go- tell me. A dolphin. <laughs> no, you just gave me so many flashbacks about like too many documentaries I watched that I didn't need to ever think about again. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't have to talk about dolphin sex life, but I think a dolphin <laughs> sound during sex is really funny and good. No, I couldn't. I would just think of the old TV show Flipper. Oh yeah, Flipper. Yeah. You just you just reminded me of Flipper. Oh, um, Flipper! Basically, job. Lassie, but in the ocean. Yeah, and once I again, I just dated myself. No one listening to this say, knows who Lassie is. I was gonna say, and guess what? We just did again. Nobody listening <laughs> to this knows who Flipper is. Okay. Um, we just dated ourselves again with Flipper and Lassie. Mm, mm. Um, we oh, are. That's before my time. I just had TV land at my grandparents. That's all. I was going to say, we, well, TV land in and of itself, does that even exist anymore? I have no idea. I haven't watched cable in a decade. Yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, let me see if I have another, if you're ready for another. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so this one is a forced proximity question, forced proximity trope. What does that mean? Okay, well, we're, we'll get to Education it. Education time. 
Yeah, so forced proximity means, like, the two characters are forced in a situation. Like, they're trapped together in a way. Oh, classic kind of beauty and the beast in a situation. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Sort yeah, of. Sure, There's sure. a lot of different ways to have it. So, Or maybe they've been handcuffed together. Yeah, yeah, things like that. So here's here's the one I've got. All right. Would you rather there's only one bed left at the inn or trapped mm. together because of weather? Oh, interesting. There's only one bed or inclement weather? Only one bed or inclement weather. Hmm. I think I have to decide on what kind of mood I'm in the mood. Like, what kind of mood? Right. Like, if I was in a more comedy headspace, I would go last bed. Yeah. Everybody loves a good last bed. But, like, I think I'm going to go inclement weather. Like, I got to walk you through the scenario in my head. Yes. Well, I'm so happy that you're walking me through the scenario. The listeners need to know what I'm envisioning here. Yes, we all okay. need to know. I need to be enlightened. I, so, my brain is ready to visualize. Okay, so you're a nerd. So you know the scene in The Fellowship of the Ring where the hobbits arrive in that town and it's raining and they have to go to that tavern um, and that inn? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so um, that's the setting. The Prancing Pony town. is the inn. I'm trying to remember yeah, the, the name of the pony. town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying um, to remember the name of the town because I am Bree. Bree's the town. Bree. Yes, because they take yeah. the ferry to Bree mm-hmm. and they like, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I am the Tolkien nerd. So, so that's I'm so the setting. Ready. We're, we're, we're in the fantasy pony. here. We're fantasy yeah. here. We're going to the Prancing Pony, basically. Things Something come like in pints. We're great. And it's, you're, good, you're soaked. It's storming outside. Yeah. And you happen to arrive at the same time as another handsome traveler. You know. Ooh, they're handsome? Also, are pretty, but also, I just realized something. Allie, huh? I don't yeah. want to would you rather. I want to combine these two. You can, okay, I'll I allow want, it this once. I want inclement weather forcing us into an inn where uh-huh. we are forced to share the last We're, bed. Yes, okay, which, love it. Which means we have to strip out of our soaking wet clothes. Next yes, to each you other. have to, otherwise, you're going to get. You're gonna catch the chill. Yeah, and we're like we don't stealing have body heat. Yes, and we're stealing glances, and we're hanging our our coats by the fire, and then yeah, body heat's one bed only. We have to cuddle for warmth. You know, I'm sorry, I broke the game. I broke the game, Allie. It's a, no, please, no. I love this. <laughs> That's my scenario: fantasy, rain, last bedroom, handsome lizard man. Okay. Okay. Um, and he really needs warmth because he's cold blooded. Okay. So. So. I have. Um, I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm checking up real quick. Uh, which. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, there's a thing. There's a thing. Okay. So, I love the inclement weather scenario, especially, like, okay. Let's okay. look at his... We're, we're going to a, a historical romance manor. We're on somebody's oh. vast expanse of land. And Excellent. you have been, like, exploring the woods, trudging through the rain. Maybe one of you got angry at the other and you stormed off Mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. storm is coming and so it's going to be super muddy and all that and you come upon you know the little like groundskeeper cabin that's been like you know out of use for a while but it's in yeah it's still in use sometimes Mm -hmm. it you know the the gardener moved to another place with his wife and family all of that Mm -hmm. um so we got this cabin it's not like totally out of use but nobody's been in there for a little bit you kind of had used it as a kid to like sneak away or whatever, or sure. the person you're with did. So you get to the, the, the man that the, the little cabin and you know, the person comes there to like try and apologize and it gets all rainy. And then you're stuck there together, forced to confront your feelings. Mm. There's still only one bed in this scenario, I guess. True, See, true. the scenario does work out best if they're combined. 
Yeah, they often end up combined, don't they? Okay. Or, or though maybe there's no bed. Maybe they just have to, you know, just a floor. Just it's a supply shed for gardening stuff. You know, you never know. Okay. So, and here is my inspiration for this. Oh boy. Um, do you do you know about Herman Melville and Nathaniel Hawthorne, right? I'm I'm sorry. What? Okay. So I mean, Herman, yes, I know the authors, but like, yeah, yeah. So Herman Melville and Nathaniel Hawthorne, like, they seem like like historically, you know, obviously we can't project people's sexuality on them, but we can guess because they wrote letters to each other constantly, mm, especially and, in the past. It's kind of yeah. anachronistic, but yeah, yeah, it's anachronistic. But they they wrote some some le- letters to each other that could read as love letters if you know mm, you really you really look at them anyway they had like a total meet cute where they were like on their friend's land like exploring around and they got caught in a storm in like mm. one of the little shelters on the land which i think is like so good did melville show okay. him his white whale oh uh, we can hope so <laughs> i just think it's like the the meatest of cutes of possible historical mm. bisexuals because they That's both had wives that they clearly loved so true. i'm just imagining this lovely polycule you know because eventually they even like moved near each other and like would go visit it's very it. cute to me um you know obscure literature history i love obscure literature history i love i love some possibly bisexual historical figures absolutely because like obviously we all know oscar wilde was gay yes i mean there's no way of reading dorian gray and not being like gay yes correct. Um, which i love that book for that reason um it's so sassy gay um it's like being in high school and having your gay best friend just like talk shit about everyone that's dorian <laughs> gray oh that's dorian I- gray I haven't read that in a long time, and I should read it again. Yeah, I, I need to reread it, too. Um, yeah. Um, so we all know about them, but, like, it's really when you get into the nitty-gritty of, like, looking at authors who, like, exchanged letters with people, and, like, they're, like, very passionate letters, you know? Mm. It's, yeah. It's something else. You're like, oh... These are bisexuals. Maybe they didn't know it. Maybe they did. But these are bisexuals. <laughs> a lovely historical detour we've taken. I, 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 yeah, I love a lovely it. historical love detail. We don't know how they sat in chairs, though. So how would we know, really? <laughs> That's true. True. The uh, classic uh, bisexual seating. You know I can't sit in chairs. Neither. Do you see me sit in a chair? My feet have to be up off the ground. (laughs) Which is how I'm sitting in my chair currently. Mm. Uh, This is not a visual medium, but I am sitting in my chair, feet off the ground, one foot curled under me, one foot knee up, like against my chest, crouched over like a goblin. This is is my my chair sitting. Um, Very nice. So... Yeah, um, I I think that's all of my questions. Um, awesome. Yeah, I think we ran through them. Um, yeah, I- any any more thoughts, scenarios? Just that that questions? was delightful, and I hope people had fun with us. I know. I I am so excited to have done this. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, we will be back with regular episodes and not just Ashley and Allie shooting the shit about smut, even though, you know, we we will do that for days if we can. (laughs) We will write smut casually on the podcast through weird scenarios all the time if we can. It'll never get published or written down, but, you know, you can embrace it via our just, Mm -hmm. like, tossing ideas out there. Um, You know. Only one bed at the end and inclement weather. We're in Bree. Stuff we really got some pipe. narratives going. Uh, the handsome traveler has a tail. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
can't wait to bring this handsome tailed traveler back home to my mother. <laughs> I think we we're, might be faded mates. We're compiling them all. Yeah. This tailed think... traveler sounds like a donkey when he orgasms. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, this has been uh, the episode. Thank you for listening. Um, and thank you, Ashley, for joining me and of having course. this delightful conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait till we have our next um, recording. It'll be up eventually. And like I said, our website will hopefully be up within soon. Um, it is been a long time coming uh there's just been weird weird minor details to iron out um i've been reminded to do this sort of promotion if you would rather hear people specifically me and other people talk about movies check out our sister blog podcast at swampflix.com um there will also be a link to them on the website so you know check them out i love everybody that does that as much as I love everybody who records here. So that's a lot because, you know, I love love. Um, I do. I love love so much. Me too. Um, so yeah. Uh, bye. Bye. So dark as though